How's it going, guys? Welcome back to episode two of the Put Me On podcast. I am your host, Jalen Harrington, and let's just dive right into it. New music. After a solid feature on Drake's Laugh Now, Cry Later single earlier this summer, Chicago drill artist Little Dirk released The Voice on the same day as noted Troll 6ix9ine dropped his album, Tattletales. 6ix9ine antagonized Dirk and other Chicago rappers multiple times in the lead-up to his album's release, which fell short commercially and artistically. Now, I'm not going to review 6ix9ine's album. If I wanted to hear a member of the Latinx community saying the N-word, I'd just listen to the Gina Rodriguez video. But back to the voice. I mean, the song is a real nice shift in tone from Dirk's Drake feature. You know, it's about going through things alone. It's about feeling neglected. It's about having to stand by yourself. In the chorus, the first line is, please don't turn away from me. That's real shit. It's Dirk at his best, and I can't see where he goes with this upcoming album. On to the next biggest major release of this week. It's been two weeks for this show, and it's now been two episodes, and it's now been two bad remixes that we're going to cover. At this rate, I'm going to have to make this a segment. Chloe and Hallie enlisted every relevant young female rapper not named Cardi or Meg for a Do It remix. And to be clear, it's better than the tap-in remix from last week. The four new verses range from eh to disappointing, with the City Girls understandably struggling on a song that's outside of what they typically do. That's generally the problem here. It's nice to do the whole girl power thing and get a bunch of stars together on the same song, but maybe get someone that fits the vibe of your song a little better. A Beyonce, a Ty Dolla Sign, a SZA. This is an R&B track, so get R&B artists to give you a verse. You can listen to this remix, but it's just going to make you want to listen to the original. Speaking of Ty Dolla Sign, R&B singer SZA's rollout for her upcoming album began last week with her voicing frustration at how TDE handles her music and led to her putting out Hit Different featuring Ty and the Neptunes. Personally, I love SZA's music. It kind of puts me in the mood to just drive around and think about missed opportunities. And that's exactly the vibe she gave us with a track produced by Pharrell featuring Ty Dolla Sign doing the hook. The song is a nice taste of what's to come on her upcoming album whenever SZA can convince TDA to drop it. Moving on to an EP, NBA Youngboy released Tracks on Top, a six-song project. Youngboy's a pretty acquired taste for me, but there's always one or two songs on his projects that I really enjoy, and on this one, it's Colin. Now, I wouldn't have guessed that Snoop Dogg would have a collaboration with Youngboy, but the track really is perfect for both of them. Youngboy and Snoop both have quick verses that are nice, but they don't overstay their welcome, which gives the song great replay value. If they've got any more songs in the tuck, I hope they're released soon. Now, for the major album release of the week, Big Sean's Detroit 2. One thing you have to say about Sean is, he will borrow you, he will song you, he will syllable you to death. 21 songs, an hour and 11 minutes of listening time. Sean gave us all he had with Detroit 2. And it'll likely still pop up in a month to give us 15 more songs in a deluxe. Wolves is a definite highlight of the album. 
with Sean securing a Post Malone feature, and evidently he knew he could not squander that. Honestly, the feature isn't even that good, but the more melodic direction they went in for the beat really makes the song work. For a low light, the disgusting attempt Big Sean did at singing on body language has to be it. The bar, I had people in my circle, but they weren't in my corner, is terrible. The other bar, don't just take your clothes off, take your problems off, equally terrible. <laughs> I could also do without Janae's I'm so horny line. Between hers and Jack Harlow's from last week, I really could do without ever hearing that type of line ever again. Still, Sean does some pretty impressive things with the album that are kind of out of the box. The Friday Night Cypher, which features pretty much every relevant artist from Detroit, including 11 rappers and 3 producers, that's a pretty bold thing to do. I mean, it's an out of the box idea and I really respect that Sean had the guts to do something like that on his album. Unfortunately for him, it doesn't exactly turn out great, though I'm a little biased. The first portion of the song has a terrible beat that doesn't do anybody rapping on it any favors, and neither does the third really. It's funny to me, the only rapper that got a decent beat was 42 Doug, who I expected to have the worst verse on this cypher, and he ended up having the best one. The lone standout on this song, which included T Grizzly, Cash Doll, Eminem, Royce the 5'9, Big Shot. The standout is 42 Doug. You love to see it. Now, 42 Doug, you might know from features with Lil Baby. You know, we Paid went viral on TikTok. Grace also did very well. Between this Cypher feature and those other features with Lil Baby, 42 Doug's one to watch. And really, if you listen to Detroit 2 for any reason in particular, do it for the stories. Big Sean, again, you know, thinking outside of the box, he got Dave Chappelle, Erica Badu, and Stevie Wonder all to do little interludes interspersed throughout the album. And all of them tell stories that relate to their love for the city of Detroit. Dave Chappelle's even has a little reference to Big Sean. And... All of them killed those interludes. All three had great stories, really entertaining, really nice change of paces, and, you know, they just work. No matter how many trash songs might be on this album, I refuse to say that it's trash just because it features Erica Badu doing spoken word poetry. So Detroit 2 isn't trash. Between the intro, the outro, Deep Reverence, Wolves, and a couple of other songs interspersed in between, the album has way too many decent songs to completely toss it aside. It's worth a listen. Just try not to fall asleep on it like I did. That's it for new music. On to this week's name to know, Black Atlas, an R&B singer signed to The Weeknd's XO Records. Black Atlas makes what I think of as smoky R&B, and his style has evolved pretty heavily to get to where it is today. His first album, Hana Paradise was released in 2016 and had a very experimental style. The guitar and drum breaks present in a song like Return to Love are, as far as I remember, not found on his newer works. He also had a much more eerie style back then, evidenced by songs like Exit, the outro for the album. Still, it was enough to get signed by The Weeknd, 
and his first record for XO Records, Pain and Pleasure, was good enough to be nominated for a Juno Award for Best R&B or Soul Album. And Juno Awards are kind of like Canada's Grammys, so that's a pretty prestigious honor. The upward trajectory for Black Atlas continued with his 2020 album Dream Awake, which sees him settle into a more established sound. That doesn't mean it's typical R&B, but it's definitely more consistent in terms of knowing what you're likely to get from a song. I think the big shift for Black Atlas came when he did Sacrifice with Jesse Reyes for the Fifty Shades soundtrack. It was an amazing record, and due to its success, I think it taught Black Atlas to turn more towards being explicit with his lyrics. It kind of taught him to go away from using metaphors throughout the song and having an entire song be a metaphor for something, and more towards just having simple songs saying simple things that everyone can relate to. Songs are more quickly understood, they're easier to relate to, but it also means that they have simpler production because he's being less experimental. All in all, if you like R&B, Black Atlas is absolutely a name you need to know and an artist you should be listening to and someone you should watch going forward. The Weeknd is an artist that never settled too much into chasing a single sound or an ideal, kind of bouncing back and forth between going for commercial and critical success. And I hope Black Atlas does the same. That's all I've got for y'all. Thank you so much for joining me. Stay safe, wear your mask, wash your hands, and I will talk to y'all next Wednesday.